0: Welcome to the Apparel Entrepreneurship Podcast. We are your hosts, Anna and Klaus Christensen, founders of Apparel Entrepreneurship, your go-to source for running and growing a successful, meaningful apparel brand. Each episode will give you hands-on tactics and practical strategies about everything apparel entrepreneurship. You'll also hear inspiring conversation with apparel industry experts and entrepreneurs about their tips and journeys in this fast-paced industry. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Parallel Entrepreneurship Podcast. We are Anna and Klaus. And the thing is, we've sent out a couple of questionnaires and about, you know, uh, do people want to launch uh, their brands or do people want to need help with growing their brands? And 79% answer that they mostly want help to launch their brands. And also we send like follow up questions and the number one topic that was the reason why people did not launch their brands or had issues with launching their brands was confidence. And we're like, we were mind blown because of this, because I mean, it's, we're here and we, I mean, there's so many resources out there, but the fact that people are not confident to get going is not for us. It's like, it's not okay. It cannot be that you are your, your, your biggest blockage to starting your own business. So we're like, okay, let's Let's do this. Let's get people on board because today and right now, not yeah, as in today, but as in as how the world looks right now, it is a fairly good time to start a clothing business. And we know that many of you have had this dream for so long. And so we're like, let's get that mindset off the 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 confidence blockage away, and let's get you going.
1: We're gonna get into the the reality of the apparel industry today, what it looks like, and it has changed just the last few months, like for all business. And then you will also talk about the most common mistakes when launching a brand and how to avoid them. As you know or may not know, the world and the apparel industry that it has changed forever. Because just what has happened the last past, especially the last past six months. Today, small brands they have more power than big brands. You can really have you have the opportunity to stand out. And present your values in a in a way that it is an advantage to you. And today, fast fashion is something that can be a bad thing.
0: I mean, you see what is happening, especially if you're on social media. How what a bad uh, bad rep bigger comp- corporations are getting because now with cancellations of their their uh, orders, what's happening with all the manufacturers? Well, they're left hanging. So it's not a good thing. And also people realize that the stuff they have at home already, it's enough.
1: So, and also, as you may have noticed, all the fashion shows, they're closing down their physical events. So they are forced to go virtual and Mm -hmm. digital. And, I mean, it's the same for both fashion shows and trade shows where you you exhibit your brand, but also for the sourcing fairs and material fairs. And seasons, an entire collection, it's not no longer the norm. I mean, people are going D 2 C, they're selling online. You don't have to have seasons. And made locally is powerful. It adds to your values and to your story. And in, in most places, it's something that is viewing as very positive to have locally made products
0: especially now with what's happening with uh communities supporting small businesses with communities supporting their own local businesses this is what happened again this is the power of community and this is the power of a story and this is the power of originality and authenticity for brands and for upcoming brands
1: and this is something that is not just depending on the last past six months but everything is moving towards a circular fashion Mm -hmm. economy
0: and so as you might yourself have experienced there's new behaviors and there's new priorities and the customer they want something else what's priority now well sustainability Sustainability is the future. And our, even right now, if you're following all the big social media um, uh, channels, it, brands that are not sustainable have been questioned. How are they transitioning into sustainability? Are they transparent or not? Maybe they're not, and then they get dogged. Why not? Or if they say something and that's not true, then that's even worse. And as you might have seen again with diversity and inclusivity, it's oh, it's one world that we live in. It, there's no barriers, there's, and there, there's no uh, no me versus you it's like a bigger community where everybody is inclusive and where everybody should have the right to say what they want and also for everybody to to feel themselves and also again like Consumers now want to buy from brands that they trust, that are honest. And community is everything because the community builds on trust and community builds on values and community builds on a deeper meaning than just here's a t-shirt, it's cute, buy it. So the new behaviors are actually creating new opportunities. And this is why you're here today, to tap into the new
1: opportunities. And there are huge opportunities because the fashion is a tr- three trillion trillion dollar industry. So, and the worldwide revenue from the, for the e-commerce fashion industry alone is expected to grow to seven hundred thirteen billion dollars in twenty twenty two. So that's, I mean, that's huge. And in the U.S., 75% of consumers have tried a new store, brand, or different way of shopping during the pandemic. So it's still a huge, huge market, the fashion industry. So there's still place for many people. And also what you might have noticed is that you read about brands going bust today. It's mm-hmm. really sad. but. It's the big brands.
0: And also, it's not that it's just the big brands. It's the big brands that are not agile, that don't have a communication with their customers. And also, it's the big brands that buy in huge inventories and sit on them instead of, you know, buy their products and create their goods together with their customers and hearing what they want. So again, it's if you know how to do it, if you know how to launch a brand now, it actually does not have to cost you a lot of money. It's more doing it the right way in together with your your customers in the straight, direct communication with them. So you know that your product is right for the market. You know that it's something they want to buy. And then we always say that it's better to start with a few products and then grow from there so you can make sure that you have the right market fit and this is exactly what we're teaching in our strategy as well because today it does not work like it used to like five years ago where you could just like here's a collection it's great buy it well nowadays people want to kind of see the behind the scenes people want to vote on what color you put out people want to co-create the print of it people want to you know make sure that you or they can pre-purchase the product before you even produce it so again it's a new behavior for the customer and it's this is your opportunity we've seen tons and tons of brands we've coached we've had them in the membership we've worked with them bigger smaller and we see some common mistakes happening All the time. And this one, not having a clear target customer and a niche is the biggest one, even with big brands. When you do not have a target customer and when you do not have your niche in the market, you are confusing yourself, your team your customers and everybody you're communicating with and when you do find and when you do have specified your target customer and you know exactly who this person is you might have one target customer you might have two you can even create avatars like you can even give them names you can give you know make a mood board for them who are they where are they living what does their lifestyle look like Uh, where do they shop what other brands do they have that's what we mean with have a target clear target customer. who exactly is this person? What are their values? and then you speak in everything you do in your products, in your communication, your market strategy and marketing strategy, everything that you do, you speak to this target customer and then, when you've nailed this, when you've found you've put your product to market, and when you've found your your connection with your target customer. That's when your business is gonna take off. That's when your business is gonna grow. And not until then it, are, are you gonna be able to grow properly. And what what we mean with niche, of course, if you 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 can be a super, super, super small with your niche. Like you could be creating a yoga brand for six-year-old men. That's how that's how niche it could be. It doesn't matter. It could be, or it could be for, you know, um, let's say what, like, let's take our example How we always take one of our our coaching clients, Emily with her sports bra. She had a problem. She couldn't find, she's a climber. She couldn't find any, uh, any tops that were fitting her broad back because she's like a fit chick, she's climber. And so she created this. I mean, how niche is that? Women climbers that have a really broad back, that was it. So you need to find your target customer and your niche.
1: And another mistake that we see too often is not having a solid pricing strategy and having too low margins. You really need those margins to stay in business and to be profitable. About setting your pricing strategy, it can be that you're a premium brand it can be that you're a direct consumer brand and you have to look this compare. You have to see what's out there on the market so you stand your chance of selling. But also you have to have a pricing strategy that is adjusted to your cost of making your garments, including your overhead of running your business. So you make sure you have those margins and make a profit. I mean, it sounds easy, but too many, they just leave this to chance. They start and see where it goes. Oh, it added up to this cost. Now I have to sell it for this price or I still want to have this low price. I'm not making any profit, but it just happened. But you can early on make great um, assumptions and estimations and you can calculate. You have these price strategies in place.
0: And also even on the product itself, if you have a set target price, you should uh, create the product according to that price. And yes, it's fine to cut a pocket, get rid of a pocket or simplify a certain area of the product just so you make sure that you meet your target prices and you get your margins. That's what it's about. Because again, you want to be profitable from the get go many start with too big of a collection, and then they can't cope because they don't have enough money, because they don't have enough time, because it just gets too overwhelming. We've seen people trying to start with like 20 pieces and they're like i am dying i do not know i mean they have to design the thing they have to find materials for the thing and then they have like five six different product segments product types in their collection so they need to communicate with so many different manufacturers then all you know get all the prices right and then the the products come back and then they need to to check the product fit the product and then of course they need to order the materials that's lot of money for so many products before they even know that they have a market match and then they run out of money. We've seen this happen so many times, where we've coached people and they've come to us and they're like, "This has happened. How can I? or do you know any uh, who any investors that I can pitch to? How? What's my should? How should I shift my strategy right now because I ran out of money?" We do not want this to happen to you. So preferably start with a very small collection that's manageable and where you know when you launch it into the world that your customers are going to love it you've nailed your values and your branding and all that and you know that this product is so special and then when you're selling that you can add on other products but do not make this mistake because it'll cost you so much money and so much time and you'll just burn yourself out not good
1: yeah So those were some mistakes. We're going to just spend a couple of minutes talking about the uh, sustainable um, brand launch accelerator. So this comes just from we're working with so many brands. We work with hundreds of brands. They want a step-by-step guide from idea to market launch. So we've created this accelerator as a crash course. Mm -hmm. So we deep dive into all these six steps.
0: But hand-holding.
1: And also how to create a sustainable clothing brand in six weeks. So there are going to be lessons every week and you're going to have templates like the budget templates and all those to create your Mm -hmm. brand to make it so much easier. And then we're going to be there supporting every week for when there are questions. So basically, it's what we wish we had when we start our first brand, Sinaya. Mm -hmm. And it, it would have saved us so much money. And, you know, mistakes that we could have avoided if someone would have told us Mm -hmm. right from the start. So that's the idea of this uh, concept. And as we said, for us, sustainability is very important. We're going to teach you how you can run a sustainable clothing brand. And then it's up to you if you want to do that or not. But Mm -hmm. it's going to be included in this accelerator. since we. And we also see the brands that don't have a sustainability um, strategy Mm -hmm. today or strategy, they are, well, they're left behind.
0: And if you want to go deeper into this and see exactly what is included and see exactly what we're going to cover every single week, you have the link. So academy.apparelentrepreneurship.com and you can go in and check out exactly. But we will cover every single step from how to set up the foundation, from the branding, from looking at your name, the brand name, from finding, you know, nailing your, your target customer, nailing your niche, from creating a solid collection structure, looking into the pricing, finding materials and especially sustainable materials, finding manufacturers and finding the right manufacturers and how to work work with them and also later into making sure your prices are correct and how to comment garments how to how to to make sure that it fits what you have envisioned and then later into you know creating your sales package and looking at the website and creating your sales kit and how to put a marketing strategy and how to put it out into the world that's it for today's episode for the Parent Entrepreneurship Podcast. And we'd love to have your support. If you love this podcast, take a screenshot when you're listening. Maybe write some of your takeaways from the episode and tag us when you post it. We'd love to give you a thank you and a shout out. And yep, that was it for today's episode. Take care, stay safe and speak to you next time. Bye. Bye.